There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right, 736, Jeff and Jen. Yeah, would you would you break up with your significant other for a lifetime supply of ragu? You better really love ragu. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> also, how does a liquid mac and cheese martini sound to you? Ew. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Oh. <laughs> it's Thursday, 21st of July. 2022 we're jeff and jen and here it is your news that didn't make the news on cincinnati's q102 let's start with spaghetti sauce even in an age of cheap generic and knockoff products some people are married to the brands they grew up with Mm -hmm. literally that's why you want to get them young that's why they target advertising to young people because they want to form those habits forever they know that we as as adults, we are creatures of habit, and once we form that bond with a product or a brand, it's very hard to break it. Well, in a new survey on brands, people were asked what they would give up in exchange for a lifetime supply of their favorite brands, <laughs> products, or services. Now, 40% said that they'd give up social media for a month. Wow. For what? For your favorite brand, product, favorite or brand, for, so it, they didn't say specific. They're not listing any like specifically. Like for you, you could get a month supply of Bob Evans hamburgers. Oh yeah, those bacon cheeseburgers you like at Bob Evans. Yeah, I think I'll just pay for them. Okay, <laughs> so I mean it would have to social? be something. It would have to be like I mean something that I wouldn't be able to buy for myself, like something that was so unaffordable for me. To give up something else, you know. 39% would agree to do household chores for a year if it meant they could get a lifetime supply of whatever their favorite product or brand is. Yeah. Uh, 36% would even run a marathon if that's what it took huh. to get their favorite product or brand forever. I would consider that. You know, running a, like, I mean, you could train to run a marathon. How long does it take? Three months? I would run a marathon for a lifetime supply of personal assistance. (laughs) That would would handle everything. But not for. (laughs) Yeah, but what if, for example, like, what if it was free groceries for life? 
from Kroger. I'm running a marathon. Yeah, I would run a I'm marathon once well, for that. That's a lot of money, too. I, I know. I'm just, what if it was just like, you know, free chicken for a year? Meat. From your favorite, yeah. Yeah. Rotisserie chickens. Or, yeah. <laughs> Rotisserie chickens from Kroger. I would have to do the math. Year. I would do eight, it. I would eight, bucks. How many, eight bucks. How many chickens would I need in a year? Now, <laughs> some people will give up Facebook for a month. I give it up for a month for 20 bucks. Who's got 20? <laughs> I know, but I know some people who just like they, so much of their Couldn't time is just sucked scrolling, scrolling, uh, scrolling, yeah. scrolling. Looking at other people's lives, looking at other people live their lives. Not living scrolling, theirs. Scrolling, yep. scrolling, right. Uh, they may not even necessarily post. They just, they, they get Well, it's addictive. And- it's it's an escape. It's a numbing, it's, it's a distraction. It's also become like, you know, when you, remember when you would smoke cigarettes and just the motion of putting something up to your mouth? It becomes yeah, a, a habit. It a habit. I believe that's what happens with the scrolling. It's and designed the to be that way. It's designed yeah. to addict people but it's muscle, to it. Like they got to do it. Like no matter what, or even swiping on. Like, Don't TikTok even realize they're doing it. Yeah. Before you know it, half the day is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some people will give up Facebook for a month for a lifetime supply of ragu or hostess snacks or something, and some people will apparently leave their spouse. Dang. Maybe they're thinking about a brand like Tesla. Uh, even though those cars aren't made super solid, and they have a, a lifetime lot of supply issues. of Teslas. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we start talking about, yeah. if you never had a car payment ever again, right? Man, wouldn't that be? What something? about Crocs? Yeah. A lifetime supply of Crocs. I think I already have that. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the basement. <laughs> but- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And even brand relationships can occasionally be fickle too. 54% of consumers say they'd stop using a brand after just one bad experience. That would be all it would take. Yeah. Uh, although that's more common with millennials who may not be as entrenched with a brand just yet. Well, they have so many options. I mean, with each generation, there are more options of of the same item in 20 different brands or 50 different brands. Whereas, you know, those of us that have been around for a while, when we were five and 10 years old, there were how many detergents? Handful. There, yeah, maybe yeah, more. There were how many... That's how we all became brands tie, of toilet yeah. paper. There were how users. many, you know, we didn't have a lot of choices. Hey, yeah, Charmin, Scotts. <laughs> What's the other Cottonelle. one? Quilted Northern. Northern. Quilted Northern. Angel yeah. Soft. 
Yeah, that was pretty much it. It's so interesting now, though, even when you go to buy detergent, like our family has been Tide users. I mean, I would just remember my mom being a Tide user, you know. Mm -hmm. But even now when you go to buy Tide, they have like Tide with Downy, Tide H-E. Then they have Tide Power Clean. I just want the box of powder. Where is it? And Tide Pods, Tide Liquid. It's just there's so many brands within a brand. Tide Pods. Yeah. Yeah. That stuck with me. Tide Pods? Yeah, I don't even use them. But I like saying <laughs> Tide Pods. Don't eat the Tide Pod. No. No, like the Tide Liquid. There's no mac and cheese more divisive than Velveeta, I'll tell you that. Isn't that funny? People get really worked up about that gooey cheese. Yeah, it's, cheese it's product. the texture. Like, which texture do you prefer with your mac and cheese? How processed do you want it to be? Well, of course, there's that. But, you know, when you're a kid, <laughs> and you don't, you're not thinking about that stuff. You're thinking in terms of taste. I love the creamy stuff because the powder sometimes could, if you didn't have the exact right combination of the milk and the powder and it's the come a long way, Jen. butter. It really has. Is it a lot better than it and used to be? And I'll tell you what, my kid, you got a doctorate. She is a brand specific mac and cheeser. When we like, we went to eat last night at Texas Roadhouse, and she ordered the mac and cheese, and it came out, and she goes, oh, "It's craft." I mean, she knew. I'm not yeah. kidding. Oh, it yeah. was into insane. Yeah. I loved it. And Kathy Blake, who was my mother's friend, whenever we would, we both had mac and cheese in our houses, but uh, there was something about the way that she made it that it always came out better. And so I asked her one time and she said, don't follow the directions on the box. Mm-hmm. She said, you, you got to make sure you use whole milk because I think we might have been using skim in our house. She said, you got to make sure you use whole milk. Don't put as much butter in it. And uh, just make sure it doesn't get too hot because it start, the liquid starts to evaporate and serve it quick. Mm. Oh. Does it make me a monster that I, I don't really like the creamy kind? I'd rather have the stiff kind. What do you mean, like the sticky Velveeta style? I'd kind? rather ha- like well, no, like when you go to like um, when it's dried up some. No, like when you go to a restaurant and it's more tacky than like runny. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't like yeah. running. I want to. I want to put as much on my fork without falling off as possible, and the creamy just runs off them. That's not going in me. Oh yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Still, it's still yeah. creamy, but, but I like it when they. Yeah. yeah, but when they add like a little bit of more texture to it with mm-hmm. some extra cheese that's a little gooier, like you know. The breadcrumb, I like See, the breadcrumb. What you do at Noodles and Company is you ask them <laughs> for extra cheese. They will add cheese to it. Oh, like shredded on top. Yes. Who knew? Well, this uh, this cocktail, this gimmicky cocktail they've come out with, they're calling the Veltini, which is a cocktail made from Velveeta, a lot of Velveeta. Like the whole loaf? It features Velveeta (laughs) cheese-infused vodka, (laughs) an olive brine, and dry vermouth. I I just think that's weird. I mean, this kind of falls under the same umbrella as the ice cream that they have taste like foods that aren't sweet. I don't know if I would want my martini to taste like macaroni and cheese. It is garnished with Velveeta stuffed olives and jumbo-sized Velveeta cheese shells. And there's a very sexy cheese drip along the brim of the glass. Ew, I don't know. I don't, I'm with yeah. Jen. I'm out. That sounds gross. The well, cheese and the olives is about as far as I'm going to go on that. Yeah, like the olive, the Velveeta stuffed olive, that might be good if you have like a Bloody Mary or something like that. 
Well, if it sounds nasty to you, you probably shouldn't see a photo of it. Does it look gross? Mm-hmm. Depends on what your definition of gross is. Mm. Uh, th- this drink, so-called drink, is available at select BLT steak restaurants for a limited time. But if you can't make it, Gold Belly has $50 Veltini meal kits complete with glasses and a shaker. Or if you're really ambitious, you can probably DIY it with a box of... Velveeta mac and cheese. The only time we buy the actual box of, you know, like when you can buy the box of Velveeta and then like slice it up is to make that queso and rotel dip, which is, which I frankly mm-hmm. find amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they make it at Jay Alexander's, but it's good. Or Redlands Grill or whatever. That's really good. Oh, yeah. And that little crock. That is a good Yeah, because it comes out in that crock and it's got a really, like, crunchy crust on the top there or whatever top it off with some of their carrot cake singed oh. crust yeah <laughs> we haven't been there in a long time we used to lunch there often yeah that's good it's been a while cheese. pre-tim we used to go probably once a month so this 911 operator sounds like she'd be better off working for a troubleshooting hotline you know like um have you rebooted it <laughs> try unplugging it and plugging it back in a woman in Canada named Angela Chalmers woke up Monday and found an intruder had broken into her house. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows direct. Hi, it's Tim. And if you're like me, you want to savor all of the seasons. When you replace your outdated windows with new ones from Universal Windows Direct, they're going to open smoothly to enjoy those summer breezes and lock and close perfectly to keep that cold air in on a hot, humid day. And I guess this intruder was sleeping on her sofa. So what would you do in that case? Call 911. Run out the house and call 911. Well, she ran upstairs and called 911. But she says the dispatcher was not helpful. No? No, they told her that the police were really busy and asked if she'd mind going back downstairs to try to wake up the intruder herself. Oh, that's a good idea. What? They yeah. told her they were too busy? Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. I quit. Wake them up. Your th- no, yeah, no thank you. Uh, no. Our yeah. units are really busy right now. Would you mind going back downstairs, maybe try to wake up the intruder and tell him to leave? Oh, my gosh. Now, it's unclear what the operator expected her to do after that, but Angela refused. I walked halfway down the stairs, and there was a strange man lying right here on my couch. They said that the police were really busy and would we mind waking them up ourselves? God. Well. Nuts. Yeah. She said no. Uh, The police did eventually arrive 20 minutes later and woke the man up. And uh, it's a good thing they were the ones who woke him up because he became aggressive. And it ultimately took four cops to drag him out of the house. Wow. Yeah. That's terrible. That 911 operator needs to be in a little bit of trouble, I think. Well, the police say they are providing feedback to the dispatcher <laughs> who handled the call. Oh, I think feedback. That's a good yeah, start. That dispatcher mm-hmm. needs a little feedback. A little, yes, education. Yeah. All right. So Jen was giving out dating advice this morning in a Facebook Live video. <laughs> How about that? Because, you know, I know. 
You are Obviously. the single one in the room, Jen. I yes, and I'm the. I do so much dating that I'm the expert. <laughs> we asked her how her <laughs> online profile was looking, and what did you have? To Smoking. Say? It's hot. It's on fire. Look at that. Burning up. What site is it on? I, all of them. I'm on all of them. <laughs> Farmersonly.com. Yeah. <laughs> she does live on a farm, you guys. Come on. That's right. Well, here's an easy way to get more matches on dating sites. Jen, you want to have at least three profile pics. Okay. There's one in front of a mirror. Can one be a cat? No. <laughs> nope. Got to be a view. You have to have at least three, but not more than six. Mm. According to stats from the dating app Bumble, People with three to six profile pictures get almost 100% more matches. Hmm. That sounds like a pretty big statistic. Yeah. And here's the thing with profile pictures on dating sites. So if you're on a dating site, listen to this. If you only put two profile pics, it just comes off like you're not trying. You know, like you're not really serious about meeting people or hooking up or getting well into maybe it's because you just know that you're so incredibly attractive that that's all you need to put out there like you only want you know you're not looking to get a thousand people to reach out to you you're good looking enough that two pictures will get you 500 no i need more pictures to make sure this is for real how <laughs> do i know it wasn't just a, the right angle or yeah. the lights hitting you in certain way what do you guys think i think five is good yeah between three and six more than six is overkill yeah they five say, is good so they say between three and six is kind of the sweet spot um and a few more quick tips to up your chances don't be lazy with your bio detailed bios get 32 percent more matches you still want to keep it snappy and positive and be specific, you know, not too specific. Don't get too wordy. But, yeah, include a lot of information so they get a real clear picture of who you are. Those type of profiles tend to do the best. It would be interesting to see what each of us would put on our dating profiles if we were single. Like, what would you, what would you say were some of your highlights? Or what would you want to put in your profile? Loves to eat and drink? Loves to travel. Travel? Yeah. Pet lover. You guys are pet lovers. Mm-hmm. Jen and I, mm-hmm. of course, will put mom. Yeah. Patio. Patio drinker. Yeah. Love love laughing and <laughs> chatting and laughing. And We've been putting together patio. some videos here in house, and I can't believe patio drinker wasn't one of Tim's featured traits. Uh, there's not a lot of video of it. That's why. <laughs> you got to create those. Yeah. Like when I think about profile pictures that I would put up that really sort of define my passion, it would be related to travel. So. You know, maybe a picture of me in front of the Roman Coliseum. Yeah. Or your hometown. Yeah. Boston. Um, zip lining in Costa Rica. <gasps> that would mean you were very adventurous, though. Are you up for adventure dates? Sure. Great. Why not? Jen, what about you? What are some of your profile pics for your dating? Oh, well, you know, I'd, I'd have a lot of just sitting on the couch covered in cats. It's uh, Going for walks, feeding donkeys, yeah. you know, with a kid probably. Yeah. That's be, great. That would be Loves big. to relax you at know? home. I'd be, I'd be yes, sitting with crystals yes, or in a crystal in crystal shop somewhere. Cats. Yes. That'd be great. Yeah. It's honest. <laughs> She's not misrepresenting herself. Not at all. You don't want that. Laid back homebody. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Some guy swiping. Too many cats. <sighs> too many crystals. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to mislead anybody either, so. You know, yeah. if they if they don't, if they if she's just pictured with one cat, it's like, oh, that's cute. She's got a little cat. That would be a lie. Right. Lie of omission. And then they go back to her place, and he's like, holy God. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the thing. It's Should a bit surprised. I'm a little bit surprised because you, you would think when you have six that two or three of them would hide most of the day. You know, they hang out in a under a bed somewhere. You just... Right. No, all of mine tend to be everywhere. They're like they're, a gang. They are they're like a, a gang, gang, and they they kind of they follow me. Like there's a few rooms I go to in the house that all six of them are thump, 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 like right behind me. So my aunt has one cat, mm-hmm. and you know we were down there for a week. I didn't stay at her house, but uh, my sister, my two sisters, and one of my sister's significant other, they all stayed at my aunt's. They said they didn't see the cat once. Yeah. And they kept asking Gloria, they said, you sure you have a cat? She's like, oh, yeah, he's around. He's just really shy. He doesn't like people. (laughs) Mine aren't, like, super friendly and will come up and, like, rub all over you in the beginning, but they are there and they are watching. Oh, yeah? They got their eyes on you. That's funny. Did you ever see the cat? I never saw the cat the whole time. The now, whole time. I guess if are they're a little sure skittish. Are you still alive? Well, Julie, yeah, isn't that funny? It's yeah. probably like, you know, dead under a bed somewhere. I had one like that that nobody ever saw. Really? Right, yeah. but we Wiser. had around 18, 19 people in my aunt's house almost every day for at least a little while. Yeah. Just either hanging out or in transition or making dinner or watching family movies and that kind of thing, so... Yeah, if they don't like people, I doubt the cat enjoyed having 18 of them <laughs> right. in the house. And then my sister was telling me that because uh, uh, we, we were selling one of the, one of my mother's houses that my sister was already kind of living in. And mm-hmm. so we had to get it appraised. And uh, the the guy who the appraiser was a buddy of mine from from school. So, you know, we trust him and we just kind of let him into the house. She was at work and said, oh, mm-hmm. we'll leave the door unlocked. Just make sure you don't. Open the bedroom door. Because <laughs> the cat's in there? I guess there's a cat in there and he doesn't like people. Or no, don't close the bedroom door oh, because okay. the cat's in there and you'll lock him in, but he's hiding under the bed because gotcha. he doesn't like people. That's funny. And it's true because whenever I go over the house, I never see two of the four cats that she has. Yeah. All right. Don't be lazy with your bio. Use your profile to create conversation starters like pics and details about yourself that might spark conversations. Oh, I, I see you're kayaking in Thailand or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. That, well, <laughs> I like that. to travel. I've been there. It's all about making it easier for the other person to reach out and break the ice. Oh, you- I went to Thailand <laughs> once. It was awesome. You're right back. I don't really like kayaking. I just like the picture of me. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's why. I know. Or... um. Yeah, I got really into kayaking because of my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Bring up the ex. <laughs> right? Immediately. Yeah. Uh, use video chats to filter potential dates. Real dates are time-consuming and exhausting if you do too many. So video chats are a good starter date. And we've gotten used to doing that now. Video chatting. Have we? I mean, I did, well, <laughs> I don't know. I do quite a bit of it. So, I mean, yeah. I hate them. I hate them. I hate the way they sound. They're glitchy and it just hurts my ears. I appreciate the convenience 
I appreciate the technology, but I hate them. I just want to see you. They're helpful to have in a pinch. I like being around people. And I don't like I don't mind a meeting if it's not super, super long. You know, like I I enjoy seeing people and being like, oh, my God, how are you? Yeah, there's been a big surge in them during COVID. So, you know, more people, I guess, are apt to using them now. But shockingly enough, I never have technological issues. Really? Not with your meetings, your Zoom meetings? No. Good for you, Jay. How about that? Wow, I don't you've know come if I've just way, been lucky babe. or what. Are they all on Zoom? Is that the platform yeah. that you use? Except yeah. for that one time when you went to the bathroom, didn't you? But didn't something happen? Where I you, was afraid it did. You thought that that your bathroom. I thought, was yes, I thought it was me because the timing. Somebody else had their mic on and their camera off, and there was I don't know a kid screaming in the background or something. But then I heard somebody say, somebody's got something going on. Can you just mute everyone? Oh, and funny. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, boy. I thought it was me. Yeah. Because, you know, when it's you making the sound, then your picture becomes the big picture on the mm-hmm. screen. Oh, yeah. So I was like, Jen oh. Jordan. <laughs> exactly. On the can. I was mortified. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah. Wouldn't have been if it would have been me. Oh, it would have been even better. It, w- it, if it would was have you. been pretty it hilarious. Been even better. But yeah, thankfully. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> it's let's see, a little before eight o'clock. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, now that you know what's going on with us and what's going on in the world, what's going on with you right now? 513 749 2320. This is where we open up the phones and uh, basically talk to you. You know, see what you're excited about, what you got going on. What's on your dating profile? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you seeing now? (laughs) What do you talk about? What's on your dating profile? Yeah. You don't have to talk about that. You can talk about whatever you want. If you got something going on, if you're uh, celebrating a new job, maybe, maybe your birthday, something on your mind. Mm -hmm. This is where we pretty much turn the mic over to you. We call it right now, where we open up the phones at 513-749-2320 and... Uh, we'll talk to you right now. In the meantime, Denise Johnson, standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.